Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Friday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 9th of June. Here's everything that you need to know. Crude oil saw some wild swings yesterday on reports that suggested that the US and Iran could be nearing a nuclear deal. Such a deal would likely include a waiving of U.S. sanctions on purchase of Iranian oil and that would result in a significant increase in oil supply hitting the global market. Iran is one of the largest producers of oil in the world, as you know. U.S. State Department spokesperson Vedant Patel said that the reports were false, however, and that probably pushed Brent crude prices higher after they had fallen 7.8% to $73.65 to the barrel. They were higher than $75 to the barrel last I checked. Back home, the RBI released a number of circulars after the presentation of the outcome of the MPC meeting. Among them was the report on household surveys. It showed that consumer confidence continued to pick up while household inflation expectations eased. Consumer confidence for the current period has been rising consistently since the second wave of the COVID-19 pandemic. Meanwhile, household median inflation perception for the current period eased by 10 basis points to 8.8%. Inflation expectations for both the three-month and one-year-ahead periods moderated by 10 basis points each from the March 2023 level to 10.1% and 10.4% respectively. Moving on, the central bank has allowed lenders to enter into compromise settlements with accounts classified as frauds and willful defaulter. The framework is applicable to all lenders, including banks, cooperative banks, non-bank lenders, and all India financial institutions. It requires lenders to lay down a board-approved policy for such arrangements with specific guidance on required conditions such as minimum aging and reduction of collateral value. And the last circular uh, was the one in which RBI allowed banks and other regulated entities to enter into default loan guarantee arrangements, but within limits. And that's a move aimed at curbing the risk of large slippages in tie-ups between lenders and fintechs. The central bank said a default cover should be provided or rather could be provided for up to 5% of the loan portfolio, according to the guidelines issued yesterday. In corporate news, Canada Pension Plan Investment Board is looking to sell a 1.7% stake in Kotak Mahindra Bank and is seeking up to 6,225 crore rupees for the sale of that stake. That's according to the terms of the deal that was seen by BQ Prime. The pension fund will offer 3.3 crore shares at a price of 1,792.18 to 1,886.5. That's basically a discount of up to 5% from Thursday's close. But do remember that Kotak Bank's shares fell quite sharply, 2.6% in trade yesterday. And it was one of the worst performers on the benchmark Nifty 50. Canada Pension held 4.3% stake in Kotak Mahindra Bank as of March 31st. In international news, applications for U.S. unemployment benefits jumped last week to the highest level since October 2021. And that is suggesting that mounting layoff announcements may be starting to translate into job cuts. That's a Bloomberg report. Initial jobless claims rose 28,000 to 261,000 in the week ended June 3rd. In other news, the White House has denied a report that the Chinese government cut a deal with Cuba 
to set up a spy base on the island that would target U.S. military bases and communications. The Wall Street Journal had reported earlier that China and Cuba reached a secret agreement to establish a spy facility on the island. White House National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby denied that news report in an interview yesterday. Moving to international markets, it was a strong close on Wall Street, particularly for the tech stocks. The Nasdaq climbed 1% while the S&P 500 and Dow ended over half a percent higher. And that positivity has carried over to the Asia-Pacific region as well. Uh, the three early rises have started positive. With that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. We saw a bit of a pullback on the benchmark Nifty 50 yesterday, and that was after we came within 110 points of all-time highs. What are the factors that led to that, and could that extend to today as well? Good morning, Alex. Well, to my mind, it does seem like yesterday's uh, pullback could have been a factor of technical reasons uh, because of the fa- because of the point that one it was the weekly expiry uh, the put call ratio on market wide has gone higher various quant indicators indicating that we are slightly overbought as well so all of that weighed in on the index uh, can it have can it extend it today as well uh, could happen but i would suspect that uh, the cues are in favor uh, with global markets doing what they are doing. We having shed some weight yesterday, crude prices having plunged overnight. There's a bit of uh, a flavor or a positive flavor that we have to ourselves in the session. So I think I will go with that. Yes, uh, uh, because Kotak Bank will correct and take the bank nifty along with it. There might well be a case that uh, there is a bit of a down tick too. But I would suspect that things will probably look uh, a bit better than what they looked like yesterday. So uh, bear that in mind. Uh, Risk reward, I don't think is in favor of leverage longs currently, but stock specific moves could well continue. Remember yesterday, a bunch of stocks which actually hit highs uh, came off from those highs as well. So it wasn't the most pleasant day of trade. Let's see if today is different. I will, from a commodity-led move, uh, there is this downtick in crude and an uptick in sugar, both of which should be played out. So I will watch out for OMC stocks, which were very weak in trade yesterday. There will be a bit of a bounce. Well, uh, certainly, tire stocks, maybe paint stocks, all of these will be in focus. Uh, remember, crude is a big thing. And if despite our tech's best efforts to cut production, if there is a downtick, then it just shows the weakness or perceived weakness in demand, which is great from an India perspective, by the way. The sugar stock should also be in focus because of the uptick that we've seen in the US sugar futures. So I think I'll watch out for that. The key stock, of course, today will be at Bank because Canada Pension Plan Investment Board will offer those 3.3 crore shares, 1.7% stake, add up to a 5% discount. So all of this to be watched out for. The point being, uh, one, that this is not the end of the supply and therefore that continues. But the other point being that Kotak as a stock was weak in trade yesterday and some bit of a downtick has happened. So if this gets bought too easily, then that could be a positive. I was up for HAL. There's a board meet to consider a subdivision equity shares. Capacite Infra and Mukul Lakarwal, Vikas Kimani and some others have bought some stakes so, or some shares. So that could be um, interesting. Ether Industries has signed a pact with Saudi Aramco Technologies to commercialization of polyol stick so that could be in focus and insurance company there is a macquarie downgrade so maybe life insurance stocks could be in focus as well now watch out for the liquid losers of thursday uh, which is iex which was down on very high delivery volumes or hpcl like i said which was down on heavy volumes but could bounce back or tech mahindra which corrected with volumes nearly two times the weekly average or tata communications 
which was down about 2.2% on volumes, three times, three and a half times the weekly average. So I think I'll watch out for each of these as well. And net net, uh, a day which is probably not anticipated to be anticipated to be as bad as yesterday. But you know, it's the market and strange things can happen. So to all the listeners, I'm wishing you a great weekend. And with this, Alex, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. Have a great end to the week and an even better weekend.